And it's Wednesday, uh, December 11th. We're here at Fleming College. And joining me today for this panel discussion on international students in Peterborough is Amate Saad from Brazil. And she is studying the ELS program and eventually going to open a business when she uh, graduates here in dog training. Raj Shah from India, and he's in the social service workers program. And Haley Dong from Vietnam. She also is in the ESL program and she uh, wants to take the culinary course uh, next year. Now, how welcoming or friendly are local people in Peterborough towards you? Uh, or do they ignore you? Or are you treated with suspicion? How, what is your sense? I don't mean so much here at the college, but when you're out, when you're downtown, when you're the, getting food or traveling by bus, what is the reaction? They're really patient. They're really patient. Like when I first arrived in Canada, I like I, I came like uh, straight to Peterborough, and the first time I ordered my coffee. I didn't know what else I'm, I'm gonna get, so like they explained for me all that stuff. Even though after me have like really long line, like okay. people line up, right? Yeah. They're really patient with you, and they actually help you a lot. They're friendly. They're really friendly people. Oh, great. Okay. I would say that on the surface, like when when like uh, meeting someone for let's say a minute or two, like they're doing like they are working somewhere, and you're asking asking them a questions. All of them are really patient and really friendly and helpful because they know that we are not from here. We don't know yeah. how things work. Like like when I first came to Canada and I was staying at a hotel, uh, mm-hmm. like in Peterborough, mm-hmm. and uh, in the breakfast area there was this uh, machine which was the waffle machine. And like we, I I've never used a waffle machine yeah. because we have waffles in India, but they like they they are like served to us yeah. made. So so I asked her and she. Like showed me through all the steps and stuff. So yeah, like when you're meeting them for like a couple of minutes, I think they yes they are very friendly and helpful. Okay. Now, what uh, surprised you most, or what has surprised you most so far about living in Peterborough? Yeah, I was very surprised uh, of how active the older generation is, like in Peterborough, because uh, like I have seen. Uh, Couples who are like 80, 85, 90 years old, like going on on trips and going to cruises and like like doing all kinds of activities, which which you don't see very much in my country, like where I'm from in India. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's you you do see uh, older generation everywhere, but not this active in in their like in their day to day life. Like I've seen older people working as well, which which is like which is also a rarity from where I come from. Now, what has disappointed you so far? Has anything disappointed you? Shaw again. Food. <laughs> Food has disappointed me. Like it has been the most disappointing thing since I've come here. Yeah. Because I know that, uh, like, because because uh, in India where I'm from, we eat a lot of spices. Yeah. And uh, so my taste buds are they are regulated to spices. And if I eat bland food, then I don't taste anything. And right. Most of the food we get here is bland tasting to me because. Yeah. 
because the taste taste is are very very subtle so they are like not they don't jump out to you when you eat the food so and plus there are only like three indian restaurants in town and all of them are pretty expensive for international students yeah. to go to so they do have indian food in brampton like a gta side of area but not in peterborough bland food okay anything else has disappointed you i think it's a winter because <laughs> so winter here is actually like sometimes it's too much for me because it's too long and in my country i never seen the snow before but in canada in peterborough it's basically like snow a lot right and um uh i i didn't prepare that experience like for winter before i came here so like the first winter i actually i was shocked i i was shocked oh and i'm really like stay uh in my in my house as my i can i'm really lazy to go out in the winter uh, but i know that the thing we cannot change it and like the canada cannot do anything for that but i just still want to say that like if uh anyone like canadians want to tell us about something about canada please don't forget about winter right you know it's interesting <laughs> because of the number of indian students i have in my classes at one point i said has anyone told you about these and i showed them that i'm i'm wearing what we call long johns well i'm wearing one too you have them oh yeah you have them too okay i don't have that you don't have that no so this raises another point did anyone either from the college or elsewhere tell you about winter like give you an orientation no 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 one no one will tell you that and even if they tell you that i'm sure that you cannot experience that like like your feeling at all about it right because you guys grow up with the snow since yeah. it was born but we not right? right so like it's really different and really i, I understand that it's hard to tell other people that feeling and uh, so when uh, I, my ex- experience was actually different because when i came here uh, so i made like some when did you come here in may so it was summer uh-huh. so it wasn't winter when i came here <laughs> so uh, when i came here i was like talking to people and asking about like how would the winter be and how should i prepare and my canadian friends friends actually helped me to like get the winter jackets and yeah. like all the all the winter shoes and stuff yeah, so yeah. i went with them to go to the places to buy those stuff and like they showed me how to prepare and i think uh, international students department have like a flyer with how to dress for winter and stuff Well. Okay, that's good to know. Just want to say that I love Peterboro. I love the community. People here are really welcoming and patient. And there is nothing that I don't like in Peterboro or in Canada. <laughs> and I love winter too. <laughs> you love winter too. So we keep in mind we have someone from Brazil, Matty from Brazil, uh, Haley's from Vietnam, Roger from India. And so far winter. Now this is not your first winter. Correct. No, it's the second one. Second. It's my second winter. My second winter. So far. My mine is the first winter. So we're just getting and maybe the third. The third winter. Okay. Okay. And they are long. They go on for four months, right? I mean, we can get snow in April. So. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So let's put disappointments aside. What so far has has been made you happy? Surprised you maybe? 
We know not the food. <laughs> we know not the weather. There's no. Hmm? I like there's no. <laughs> ah, People yeah. here think that I'm crazy, but I really like. There's <laughs> no? Yeah. Okay. Now, we've talked a bit about weather. Now, you... Uh, well, certainly for Haley and Raj, you look different from me. And I look like the dominant population of Peterborough. Have you been judged or discriminated against because of how you look? How has that unfolded? So, not on the surface, no. Because I think that discrimination in Canada is not on surface, like it doesn't, like, nobody's going to come up to my face and be like, oh, because your skin is brown, I'm not gonna, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. but uh, I have, like, I have, so I, I work closely with uh, International Students Department and, and I, like, I'm very involved in the international student community in Peterborough, mm-hmm. so I have, like, some of my friends have told me that, oh, this restaurant will not hire me as a waiter because uh, their population says that uh, we would prefer uh, a white person as a waiter. So, so there are there are restaurants in town which would hire st- in- international students in the background, so in the kitchen stuff, right, right. but not not in the waiter. But yeah. but also there are restaurants in town which would hire everybody. Like like yeah. I, I work at a, so I work at Holiday Inn yeah. uh, and I work at the front desk. So they do hire people yeah. based on their skills. Yeah, but there are some restaurants which will not so I I would say that there it is there discrimination is there mm-hmm. but it's not on the surface so you can see it if you look deep yeah well um, discrimination is a very strong word so um, I never suffer from discrimination but I can feel a certain distance um, Canada, Canada uh, the Canadians are really welcoming and polite, but we can feel, well, I can feel a certain distance between them, like they're, they're, they don't want to blend, they don't want to, I don't know, try to to know international students. Um, I, I, I can feel um, friendly feeling more coming from international students. I don't know if it's, it's uh, discrimination or not, but, well, people say that Canadians has a bubble, so I don't know. Yeah, it's... Uh, now, I have had conversations with uh, my students here from India, and they say, uh, you know, it's hard to find jobs here. Is there a barrier because we look different? And I tell them, you know, lots of domestic students can't get jobs. I mean, it's a tight job market yeah. in Peterborough. It's not... And also, it's also tight for uh, rental. It's, yeah, it's... That's an issue, but yeah. Now, international students in my classes sometimes complain about and I'm making air quotes here, the Canadian accent. <laughs> How difficult is, you, is it for you to understand us, I mean domestic students and faculty? We often don't move our mouths enough when we pronounce words. We mumble, we sort of talk with our mouths closed like this. 
And we use a lot of idiomatic expression. Yeah, it's true. It's really like totally different with the thing I'm, I've learned in Vietnam. And when I came here, I cannot understand that what people are saying. They all use some, you know, like uh, slang, Indian words, and like make fun of that or like make a joke like, like that. But I think it's, um, the, the problem is like by the time you get used in it, so it will be fine. And I think it's a, it's a good thing of Canadian because that makes them to be Canadian, right? So like when you hear the, when you listen to the Canadian talk, you can tell that they come from Canada. And I think it's, it's a good thing. It's not the bad thing for international students. Then I'm fine with that. And uh, so uh, Canadians use a lot of sorry and thank you in in, in a daily <laughs> conversation, and like we don't do that. Like I, I have <laughs> I have said sorry like four times in my life before I came here, <laughs> because because like what I feel is when I say sorry, I should actually mean it. Like I should actually have made some mistake, like a huge mistake, and then I'm apologizing for that. Yeah. But here people just say it like like. Or 50 times a day, and it's just uh, just a regular part of the conversation, which was which was different for me too. But then then I got used to it, and it's 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 a nice way to talk. Like Canadians are very polite. Like I I've met people from uh, USA, Britain as well. Brit like British people are very polite as well. Yeah. But but I think Canadians are as well. Yeah, you know, it's a actually American view. Sure. Uh, in addition to that, uh, uh, it's because uh, yeah, I totally agree with, with you because Canadians are so polite that I already saw a person say sorry to a car. <laughs> my teacher, my teacher says sorry when he crashed the table. Yeah, he says sorry, and then all the classmates laugh at him like, "What? Why you guys laugh at me, right?" And then I say like, "You just say sorry to the table. Did you know that?" And then no, I didn't even notice that. It's, it's funny. Yeah, I mean, uh, Americans tease us uh, unmercifully. They say, "Well, Toronto is the only." large city in the world where you can walk into a crowded elevator, step on someone's feet by accident, and the person you step on will say, sorry. people that I miss is like that's there but I, I, I miss the food uh, of India for sure because yeah because that's one thing that we don't get here um, and I also miss like the like the weather in India mm-hmm. so when I came here it was summer and uh, it like 
it was like going into the summer. So it was still cold and it rained here. So but whenever it rained in India, we have tropical rain in India. Mm-hmm. So when it rains, you can actually go out and play in the rain and like take a shower in the rain if you want. It's warm. Yeah, it's warm and, it, yeah. and it's, it's, it's like getting a warm shower, yeah. but, but outside yeah. and it's raining. So, so you can do that. And when it rained here, like you just have to run somewhere and hide and <laughs> keep yourself dry. And for me, rain was always something where when it, whenever it rained, I used to go out, like I accepted the rain in a way, but here you have to run from it. So that was, that was different. So mm-hmm. weather is one of the things that, it, which is different. And I knew that before I came here. Yeah. But that is something that, that I miss. And I'm not saying that it's necessarily better in India. It's too hot. Mm-hmm. Like it's literally too hot. <laughs> but, but yeah, it is something that you miss when you grew up with the, that kind of weather and, and changed. Yeah. Well, um, my experience is a, a little bit different from them. Uh, and I feel sorry for my classmates when I heard them speak about their families and hometown because I'm here with my family so I'm gonna spend the Christmas with my family, live with my mom. So I was um, I was alone in Brazil. So right. so it's different for me. A sensitive topic here. Uh, international students pay over twice as much for their programs as domestic students. How do you feel about that difference? I feel well, like the when I first know about it, I feel a little bit like you know unfair. But then like just keep calm and then think about it. I think it's really fair because uh, in here the children go to school with like free until they're 80, go to college, get old stuff, stuff like that. But their parents have to pay a lot of tax for them yeah. to do it since they was bought. And for us, just suddenly we come here and. Of course, we cannot like demand that much from them. So, like, I think the and and also that like education and everything that Canadian bring for us is, I think, uh, is fair for the money that we pay, and and I'm happy with that though. But it's uh, kind of a little bit difficult for my family, for my parents to work over in Vietnam to send my money for uh, over here for me. But hopefully, I will like you know. Um, uh, just keep study good, focus on my study, and then after that I can, you know, earn some money back. It's fine. So now, Haley, you're going to take, uh, after this, you're going to take culinary. Yeah. So you intend on staying here, uh, staying kind of for a while, working? Yeah. Yeah, I really like the environment in Canada, actually. Not because I've stayed here, work for money, because I'm, I like how the like, Canadian work. And I like that environment that I cannot find in Vietnam. And I think that by the time I work here, I get uh, juice in here. And, uh, you know, it's better for me just to stay here to work than in Vietnam. Okay. Russia. Yeah. Yeah. You get to So, yes, uh, I get your point that uh, uh, the Canadian domestic students, their parents pay all those taxes and they think they get to use them in OSAP or OEP and all this stuff. But the, like I, to back to your question, like I don't think that it is fair to, for international students to pay like three twice times. or three times, three, three times. times as much money as, as domestic students because when, so if, uh, so if, uh, if a person is born here, 
mm-hmm. right? Uh, the Canadian government will will take on their expenses of healthcare, of their primary studies, of their uh, all of their expenses from from the time that they are born, right? Mm-hmm. We like we were not born here. Like I wasn't born here, so the Canadian government didn't have to like take expenses of my studies, my healthcare, yeah. my my anything. And when I when we come here, we do pay taxes. Like I I pay taxes on a regular basis. We pay taxes on our fees. We pay taxes on groceries that we buy. We pay taxes on anything that we do. We add to the economy of Peterborough, right? And to just yeah, it's just that like I don't I don't think that it is fair that we we are paying that much of fees. But it is everywhere. Like mm-hmm. if you were to come to India and study something, you would be paying more than domestic students in India yeah. would pay. So it is everywhere, but I still think think that it is unfair. And I am in I am in social service worker program, and I have like I have Canadian friends who I have talked to, and all of them were saying that that it's just unfair that you guys are paying so much, mm-hmm. so much money for like one semester. We are paying like uh, seven eight thousand dollars a semester, which is just like which is. Let's stay with money for a bit. Many international students have part-time jobs. Now, how easy... Or difficult is it to find work to help pay with expenses? So, uh, first of all, in Peterborough, as I said earlier, as well, that it is difficult to find a part-time job yeah. uh, in Peterborough because of the job market and every yeah. like every factor adds up, uh, and uh, it is it is pretty difficult to manage your expenses and pay your fees if like. If I, I was here, uh, like I am here on a, uh, in a program which have no breaks, so mm. I will go through the summer. Right. So I will have no break. Uh, if you have break, then you can work more than 40 hours, like work 40 hours a week and then can actually make up some money to pay your fees. Uh, but if you are with no breaks, you, you will struggle to pay your fees because first of all, rent is high. Uh, then you on that you had expenses of books, which for my program it's like five six hundred dollars every semester, <laughs> and then the fees. So if you are very lucky, you might be able to pay your fees. There is no chance of savings. Like if you are extremely lucky, you can pay your fees, but nothing other than that. Like all of them. Like you might have to ask your parents for. Thank you. What about housing? How hard is it to find accommodation that you can afford? I mean, yes, there's housing in Peterborough. They build new houses, but rents are steep. How did you? How do you find that? Uh, so, like, uh, actually, in Fleming, we have like a Vietnamese roof. Uh, we had like on Facebook and Instagram like that. So like before I came here, the way I find the house is, I just upload status and I I ask for help, 
right? So like, of course, my Vietnamese friend will help me to. They will like introduce me something like um, homestay, or you can stay in the resident, or you can rent for a room. But I think the 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 safe way, the safety way that you just uh, when you just arrive here, you should get in like homestay first. So like after time, you have more experience. Your English is better. You can come for uh, and come to us and maybe like on the internet and stuff like that because right now everything is uh, really like improved, right? So like all of the uh, landlord they will post uh, post it on on internet and easy to get it. Can you tell me what is homestay? The homestay is you will live with the Canadian family, oh. and they will like actually cook for you. They will. Uh, sometimes have you uh, give you a rise to somewhere else, and you can ask them for anything that you need help. They're really friendly. Trust me, my friends. I have a lot of people that have experience from it. Okay, uh, hey, you, you raise an interesting point, and it certainly occurred to me having so many uh, Indian students in my classes that you could live part of your life here at Fleming speaking Vietnamese, and your classmates Araj could well. Do live much of their lives here at Fleming, speaking Gujarati, Punjabi, Hindi, and so on, because there are so many Indian students. Now, in one sense, I see that as helpful because you don't feel so alone with all these, you know, mumbling Canadians around you. You know, there's people like you around. But on the other hand, you're not getting the total immersion in English. How how do you feel? I would like to go back to the question of housing as well. Sure, sure, yeah. Uh, just because, uh, like when I when I came here, so we had this uh, Facebook group as well for people who are coming from India. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it has everything. Like it, it is basically a networking platform, mm-hmm. and uh, mostly uh, most of the international students will look for housing which is not on the like on the official website like KGG or places for students. Yeah. Or, yeah. Because they, they are looking to share one room. Yeah. So the rent is lower. Yeah. Right? So, so so the best way to get housing for somebody who is coming here is actually network with people. Uh, now, uh, when I came here, we had, so we only had this Facebook group. So I created a WhatsApp group, which is, All WhatsApp right. is a, yeah, WhatsApp, a yeah. yes, uh, like messaging service. Yeah, yeah, got yeah. it, yeah. Yeah. So I created a WhatsApp group for that, and like it, it blew up. Everybody joined. I had to create <laughs> one more group because the other one was full. Yeah. And so, so that is like that is the only. If you are looking housing and sharing, like if you don't want to pay five hundred and fifty dollars to seven hundred dollars for one room, which is the normal rate in the housing market right now, uh, and if you are looking for a place uh, in two fifty or three fifty or whatever your budget is. Networking is the best option to go, and like I work, I work closely with the housing department and international department regarding housing for international students too. Uh, so yeah, that I think yeah, and a lot of people ask me like a lot of people will uh, text me and be like, oh, I'm looking for housing. I'm coming on this date. What should I do? And I always tell them that uh, like network with people. That is how you will find at least your initial days of stay. Because right. if you like. We are all international students here, and if somebody were to message me that, oh, I'm coming on this day and I have no housing, like I'm coming tomorrow and I have no place to stay, I'm gonna be like, yeah, just stay, stay with me for a while and just find a housing. Oh, so, so people back 
people back in India message you yes. for housing? Yes, yes, they do. Uh, because oh. yeah, because I'm the admin of the group, which is right. for the housing. Sure. So so they're like, oh, this guy might know something, but like I don't I don't know the entire housing market. I can surely connect them to other people who are offering housing or who have space in their house. But yeah, like, it, networking would be the biggest like the best thing to do because other international students who are here they have faced all of this problem. When I came here, I faced all of the problems. Like regarding housing, job, everything, and other people help me, so I am ready to help other people who are coming here. Right. Now about language, I mean, I, I grew up in Montreal and Quebec, and uh, uh, for learning French, the best method I encountered, I learned very little French in school, even though I took it, it just went over my head. But when I started working in French, summer jobs. I was in what's called French immersion because no one spoke English. Yeah. I was the only Anglophone. So, as I was saying earlier, you can live well, particularly students from India. You can use live a substantial part of your day at Fleming and not have to speak English. Uh, now, is that a good thing or is that a not so good thing? <laughs> okay. Uh, so, uh, in my program, so I speak Gujarati. Yeah. That's that's my mother tongue. And nobody else in my program speaks Gujarati. But you also speak Hindi. Yes, I also speak Hindi. Uh, right. So I prefer to speak in English, even to the international students. Okay. Because I I think that that was more helpful because nobody spoke my language, which is Gujarati, which I spoke. Like that's my mother tongue. Yeah. And my second language, like I use English more than I use Hindi. Right. Like I can speak Hindi, write Hindi, understand Hindi for sure. How many languages do you speak? Uh, four. Gujarati? Gujarati, uh, Hindi, English, and Marathi. Uh, uh, yeah. A little bit of Marathi. Right. I tried to learn French, but I never got, like, after bonjour and... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the basic stuff. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, so, I, I, I found it uh, more helpful to speak in English, like, on regular basic right. basis, because we are studying English, and we are writing in English. And we are like we are doing everything in English. We are speaking outside in the community in English. So yeah. I would say like, why not? Let's just speak English. Okay. the orientation to studying Canada that you received from either the college, either before you arrived or once you were here, how detailed was it? What do you wish you had been told about now that you've been here for two months or longer? Is there anything that comes to mind? Okay. Uh, honestly, that I haven't been in any orientation here. Because okay, I, I'm I'm in the last semesters of my ESL program, mm -hmm. but the thing is, uh, I just was too scared to go into school when the 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 orientation day. Mm -hmm. So um, I just asked for help from my Vietnamese friends, not uh, a lot from um, like a student at the Fleming College, but. Uh, I heard that it's, it was fine from my friends, though. Okay. It's, it's good. Okay. Well, I 
I was in the orientation day was a very useful, uh, they gave us a lot of useful information. The orientation day here in Fleming College was really uh, organized event and I think not just for me but all the international students, uh, they enjoyed the day and I never saw uh, things like that in my country. Uh, so I had two orientations. Uh, mm. that so one, one orientation was with, uh, so we have this agents in India, well agents is kind of a stigmatizing word, but they are agents uh, that uh, helps us through the visa process and admission process. Like, they are not bad people. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> so, so they uh, so they had their orientation there. Uh, so, all of these students who are coming to Canada uh, from my city, we had a little bit of orientation on, uh, like, what are basic stuff, like how to prepare to go to Canada, what documents do you need, mm-hmm. how to, uh, like, yeah, what are the provinces and stuff like that. And the second, which was helpful, mm-hmm. a, a basic information, but helpful for people who like, who like coming for the Canada, yeah. Canada for the first time. And the second orientation was the college uh, international student orientation, which was good too. Like uh, uh, we learned a lot of things. We uh, talked about plagiarism, which, which is really important to talk about because mm-hmm. that is kind of a non-existent concept in Indian like Indian uh, study system mm-hmm. uh, and so that was very helpful but what I found helpful was because I also volunteered for the September intake orientation right. and so they uh, so the information there was also more helpful than when I received all my information uh, they had the uh, chief of, of police Peterborough police come in and uh, talk to them with about uh, racism and how they are safe and how like how police works and stuff like that, which was also helpful. So orientation is like in college is very helpful for new international students. Also, a lot of students don't attend orientation for yeah. some reason, yeah. but they should. Okay, yeah. and that's when you found out about long underwear. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay, we're, we're winding down here. Just a, a few more. Um, if you had a chance to participate in a video conference with students in your home country who were considering coming to Canada and to Fleming College, what would you tell them? Uh, I would tell them not to worry so much because... because <laughs> yeah, that's good advice. Yeah. Because, because when I was coming here, like, like I wasn't worried a lot because I don't worry usually. In, but, but my parents and everybody was like really worried. They were like packing stuff and everything and like uh, like they were packing stuff which was not necessary here uh, so I, I would suggest them to like be calm and not worry just prepare like all the documents and everything and just like don't don't worry about it everybody is good here like you're safe you are mm-hmm. in good hands people are helping and yeah like just just not to worry so much because I've seen uh, international student like panicking uh, mm-hmm. like at airport at visa offices, at at our agent's uh, office as well. And like every, even after coming here, after airport in Canada, because we have to go through this immigration uh, uh, immigration officer and there's a long lineup and they ask you a bunch of questions. And so it's, it's very intimidating. Like mm-hmm. even if, so all of the students who come here, they go through an English, uh, English test, mm-hmm. so they know English, 
but it's it's intimidating when a visa officer like behind your desk with all the badges and stuff is asking you like why are you here and like stuff like that so so sometimes like i would just advise them to be calm and like be confident and just not worry about stuff everything will be okay okay just bring warm clothes <laughs> and uh learn to say sorry that's it <laughs> Uh, for me, I highly recommend that uh, you guys should pick, like, should choose somewhere like Peterborough to uh, start with because Peterborough, uh, especially Fleming's College, is it is small but it's really like um, helpful for you. You know, when you are in a small community, uh, community, you whenever you ask for help, the help will come uh, right away, and. Uh, is not uh, you know um, I know I understand that the uh, like the shock of cultural and like traditional stuff everything so like you should just start at, in the small city like get the base first and then in the future you will make the really really nice plan. Well, thank you. Well, one more question I have to ask: if you could get into a time machine and somehow give your give advice to yourself. As you stepped off the plane at the beginning of your stay in Canada, what would that advice be? Uh, I hope that I, uh, I hope that I just do more research about Canadian, about Canada before I came here. Because actually, before I came here, I know nothing about Canada, and I don't even know that Canada is the name of the country. So that's the only thing that I regret. <laughs> I should like just know more about it a little bit, so I like get. Um, I can do more things. Like I can make more conversation with Canadian. I can save my time to get using it and everything. A bunch of things, but <laughs> I would say find a cheaper phone plan. <laughs> yeah. Because it is very expensive here, and if you if you get stuck in a phone plan for 24 months, then you're gonna, you're not gonna get out of it very easily. <laughs> and yeah, if, if uh, yeah, if I don't know what else, just uh, look like check houses before you buy. Yeah, there are bed bugs, mold, all kind of stuff which we don't have in India, which does not exist in India. Oh. So check for them, like check for bed bugs before you go into the house. <laughs> check for mold. Check for leaves. Check for like squeaky wooden floors and stuff like that. <laughs> check the house before you like rent it. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you. Okay. Well, thank you so much for for joining in on this uh, fascinating discussion, and thank you for your answers. Uh, I wish you well in your studies, and I hope the winter is short. <laughs>